I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'd say hello to everybody who's listening to us all over the country on radio stations that uh, certainly program directors choose this program to air, and we're very grateful to them for doing so. Also, I'd like to say hello to everybody listening on Aftermath.fm. We're always on Aftermath.fm. It's an online affiliate along with TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live takes radio shows uh, actually from, they stream them from the radio stations that play them. And you listen to online. If you don't have a convenient place to listen, you listen online there. Aftermath.fm is free. But if you want to listen to the shows at a more convenient time, if you want to be able to Hang out in a place where you know that you're going to be welcome. You'll be treated well. Just go to aftermath.media. Sign up. We have a library. We have videos. We have a news aggregator. We have all kinds of good people in there. We have a chat. We have uh, just all kinds of good social media going on there, plus places you can go to get documentation, to read up on certain things, to read documents, find out information, interesting information, our study groups from Tracy Twyman to Bill Cooper to... Made Brussel, all these different people in the study groups that you can read about and uh, you know know about them, learn from them. We got all kinds of great stuff there. So check us out. Go to aftermath.media. $10 just gets you the basic, and then you can go from there. We have a $79 deal that's going on right now for an entire year. And that's going to last through the month of August. And then there's also a friends and family that's uh, available. And that's $139 for you and three other people. So sign up today, Aftermath.media. Aftermath.media, thank you so much for your support. And those who certainly, they write us and tell us how much they love it. And I really appreciate you giving us the feedback. It's always warranted and always good to hear a lot of people that are happy with Aftermath.media. So tonight I wanted to take a a break away from all the COVID-19 nightmare and Afghanistan tragedy. And Haiti, of course. I don't know if anybody's talking about Haiti right now. And There's a lot of ugliness going on in the world. But I wanted to enlighten you a bit on a paranormal story that I can't ignore. It seems to be bubbling up slowly. That's one way of putting it. Bubbling up slowly into the mainstream, but it appears that no one wishes to touch it. It's uh, This topic is interesting, and with the acceptance of I don't know, the UFO UAP reality, unidentified aerial phenomena reality brought on by the Navy revelations. I, I think there's a glaring connection that we're missing here. And, and I thought it would be fun to explore it and talk about it a bit. The alien explanation for UFOs requires a massive infrastructure of presumptions, not least of which is that aliens, whatever their motivation, have found a way to get here from space. Now, deep space is deceptive because it generally is transparent and we... You know, we see things that are incredibly distant. And the nearest star is, what, 25 trillion miles away? And although this sounds like hyperbole, it's, in fact, 25 trillion miles away. This is why I I think that the so-called aliens are not 25 trillion miles away. I'm sure there are plenty of, you know, those 
like called Goldilocks planets that they can, you know, draw lines in and trying to figure out if they are planets that could have it, you know, be habitable for life. But I've always said, and this has been my opinion because I, I, I just kind of, you know, I, 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 I've studied astronomy my whole life. It was my other passion besides meteorology was that. And, you know, because, you know, this is one step away. I mean, you're talking about the weather and then you're talking about what's in the sky. So, yeah, I was kind of a, I guess you could call it an amateur astronomer but one who studied a lot about the planets and the and the stars and uh you know thinking thinking my head in the clouds and my mind in the stars and i realized that the jovian system is huge huge and and, and that you know anything you could hide anything in the jovian system even an armada of space aliens waiting to attack so i was always theorizing you know and i've always felt that if aliens exist and they're close by, they're hiding somewhere in the Jovian system. They're occupying areas near Saturn and Jupiter. And and they you know, and where do they hide when they come to Earth? They hide in our oceans. So either they come from space or they come from the ocean. Either way, you know, we have these beings, these alien beings, and they use these craft and they either go into space or they come out of the ocean, go into space, or come from space and go into the ocean. Because that's where they hide. They either can hide in various parts of space that we cannot you know, even fathom. I mean, we're discovering moons around Jupiter and Saturn every day, you know, which means that, you know, the Jovian system itself is, a, is basically some unfinished business in space. And, and same with the ocean. I mean, we have, what, millions of miles of ocean to cover, and we haven't covered all of it. So this is the theory that I think is very important because it appears that in some way both my both of my theories as, as I've been reading they have a lot of legs. I mean I was inspired to speak about this topic because I'm seeing a trend. I'm seeing a trend in pop culture and how it wants to somehow rewrite the story about where our so-called aliens come from and science seems to be moving towards solving at least well they're trying to solve at least spoken mystery about aliens and where they come from. I, I mean you know after the show, I always tell people, I go home, you know, and as per usual, I turn on the TV and I watch TV. And sometimes Liam comes downstairs and watches it with me. I mean, we watch what, Disney Plus. We're watching like What If and we're watching The Bad Batch. The Bad Batch just ended. We watch all of these sci-fi shows. Okay. And I noticed in my queue because I, you know, I, I go through and I say, well, I want to record this. I want to record this. And I want to check it out. See what it's like. I, I saw in my queue that I actually asked for a uh, a new it's a new ufo documentary it's a i think a four-part documentary that was put together by jj abrams and uh it's on showtime it's just called ufo it's called and jj abrams is at the helm of producing it you know bad robot his company so you know and i like jj abrams i i like you know his work you know in, in several things i mean he was of course behind fringe and of course, Star Wars and, you know, several other, you know, films that, you know, tried to re revitalize Star Trek again. So I watched the the first, I think I watched two episodes, right? And, and it didn't disappoint. But I uh, lately, though, I've been noticing that the recorded shows have commercials inserted in them. Liam and I have noticed this, that they try to sneak a commercial in the beginning of every segment, meaning that. You know, you don't have commercials. It, it runs all the way through without a commercial interruption. But in the beginning, you have to deal with a commercial. Now, it might be a promotional commercial saying, watch this show on Showtime, 
or it's for a car or it's for something else. This was to promote uh, FX's new American Horror Story double feature. Um, American Horror. I, I'm a also an American Horror Story fan. I watch. I've been watching it. You know, I, I just like it. I mean, it, it's it's just once again mindless TV that I like to have set aside. So when I'm up late, I can watch something before I go to bed that is entertaining and hopefully interesting. I mean, I can only watch so much Family Guy and Rick and Morty before I have to say, well, I want to watch something else with a lot more meat in it. Well, this this American Horror Story double feature uh, preview, it, amazing. It just it was very compelling because uh, the show. It looks as if, and this is something that I I, I had hoped that they were going to do a long time ago because they had a, um, they actually had a, a a series of American Horror Story called Asylum, and it was actually a, a story within the, the Asylum series where uh, one of the characters was abducted by aliens, and um, I was thinking, well, they need to explore that more. They and, and they didn't. They went on and did other things. And I think, when are they going to explore the alien thing? Well, right now it seems that and I don't know what's you know. I'm, I'm looking forward to this, but it's they're exploring the alien story, but they're combining it with that of, of sirens, siren, you know, sea creatures like the Melusine. Uh, it's it's like mermaid, sea creatures that basically, according to mythology, would sing or send out some mind-numbing sound that would paralyze sailors, forcing them to crash their boats into rocks or drown. You know, they jump out of the boat. You know. It's kind of like that idea of the, you know, the the Havana syndrome, right? They they, uh, they they get these tones or whatever it is that's driving them crazy, and they swim out to figure out what's going on. What are those sounds? What are those strange sounds? Or they ram their boats into the rocks, thinking that you know it's confusing them. So it's kind of like a form of mind control. These sirens, and um, I'm sure there's a logical explanation for why this happens and why sailors would say, "Beware of the sirens," because they could beguile you into slamming your boat into the side of the rocks well fans of american horror story are coming up with these uh, theories now and i was reading about this today that uh, stories of this double feature about aliens and sirens and how the aliens which were you know um like i said part of the season two asylum show uh how aliens are going to connect to the sirens of the ocean or the sirens of the deep and i mean you look at the trailer and there are these you know, quick shots of the aliens experimenting on a man, which is hinting at them trying to create some sort of a hybrid creature that will end up being a humanoid sea monster or something or a vampire-like creature or whatever. I mean, it's worth noting that there's a lot of speculation about the sirens actually being a combination of aliens and or vampires or something. I mean, uh, the scene in the trailer, we, we have it linked on um, the monologue tonight if you want to check it out on, at groundzeromedia.org. But I mean, the sirens look like you know Nosferatu, kind of, you know, kind of scary, and the aliens are amazing. So, the connection between the aliens and the oceans—that's that's the thing. That's what I'm seeing, making the rounds lately, and and it's ironic because the preview showed up before this J.J. Abrams UFO story. What did they talk about? They talked about the Tic Tacs, and they talked about the Navy. So, yeah, it seems to be this connection that uh, people are overlooking. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, 
you must sign up on our secured server at aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.